Hey guys, so uh, t- today's podcast is um, one that I'm very excited about. It's with a, a man whose work I've kind of divulged myself a lot in the terms of men's work, um, Jack Donovan. I'm basically going to hand over and let him do his, his little intro before we kind of uh, get started and jump in. So um, Jack, welcome and thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, no problem. No problem. All right, so you want to be introduced myself? All right, I am... Uh... Jack Donovan, the author of The Way of Men. Uh, that's uh, kind of my biggest and most important book. I've been writing and uh, speaking about masculinity and uh, tribalism and spirituality for men for over 10 years. Um, and so uh, the, the, when you look at The Way of Men, a lot of people cite uh, and quote me in that in uh, future works, which is kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, that's basically what I've been doing for the past uh, ten years, uh, and uh, you know, other than that, everything's personal, I guess. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, mate. Um, I mean, it's like part of why I kind of uh, really um, wanted you on the podcast was because basically because of your work, and I think for me, kind of being ex-military, which I'm sure that you get a lot of ex-military guys. Um, within your works it kind of really speaks to a, to a lot of the, the I suppose the aspects that we get exposed to in the military yes um I was really interested in a, a lot of that work hit home for me when I kind of left and was kind of going for that transition and and, and go for that phase another phase of being lost etc and all this and trying to work everything out and and your work kind of really um spoke to me in that and kind of gave me something as a direction as because as, I didn't really f- find uh much really that resonated in in kind of like a say like normal culture society and one of the things i i think that kind of come back to is like that i want to start off with you is is this this piece of of absent father culture which is like a um i think we can see today is like it's it's really coming out more and more and more that that's been a problem for a very long time and i just kind of would really enjoy your input on kind of how that has kind of come about to where we are today for men and why men kind of lost the way they are and kind of what the absolute father piece has to do with that. Well, there are a few pieces really um, that I see. Uh, obviously that was one of the fallouts of feminism was, um, you know, that uh, single mother, single, single mothers became a big thing. And so they didn't have a, a father, whether the father didn't want to be there or sometimes he did, and it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, a lot of mothers will keep him away. Uh, so uh, there's not a lot of, you know, paternal involvement. And also that, you know, that role was very much played down, you know, on purpose uh, by the media and so forth. You have the uh, kind of idiot dad who doesn't have any real role in his uh, kid's life. You're your Homer Simpson type character. And uh, you can see it in every commercial where the mom is the one who really knows what's going on. The dad is just this joke that kind of hangs out and like, you know, brings out a little bit of a paycheck or whatever. And he has no real purpose in the kid's life. And that's what, uh, you know, that's the culture that people have been being brought up with in the past, you know, several decades. And so obviously the, the fallout of that is that, uh, you know, they don't have a real father figure. And so they have you know some kind of daddy issues or they have, Real, they've never really been guided into how to be a, a grown-up man. Yeah. And uh, another feature that I think gets missed, uh, I don't see it mentioned a lot, is um, 
brothers. Um, yeah, there's a really big piece of masculinity that uh, men often miss, like they're playing catch up a little bit if they haven't had brothers. Okay. And that's just, you know, the, the shrinking family size. You know, everybody used to have brothers. Of course you have brothers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're a single child or, I mean, I grew up, I had two sisters. Uh, so I had a reasonable sized family, but I still just had two sisters. So uh, the difference between me growing up and my dad growing up with a twin brother is huge uh, in terms of like how you deal with other men. Yeah. Uh, if you think about growing up with a brother your entire life, you've had to fight with him compete with him, uh, go through all the stuff that you go through with other men. So you have a whole frame for dealing with that, that I don't think that a lot of, um, uh, you know, people who haven't had that experience, they, like I said, they kind of have to play catch up a little bit. Like if some guys growing up having brothers, it's kind of like being in the military. Uh, you know, guys who are in the military have a whole different ability to deal with other men because they've had to deal with tons of other men for a really long time. Yeah. And you know, one thing is that like if they're not you know, a lot of just the humor that yeah. comes out of like guys in the military is very, very like on point because they've had to like move really fast in conversations with other men. And uh, if you haven't had an experience like you, it's hard to keep up with those guys. <laughs> um, but uh, so th those are two big pieces that I think that a lot of modern men are missing. And it, it's just, you know, if you don't have that piece, either one of them or one of them, uh, then, you know, it's you do have to go out of your way to kind of replicate that experience and you can't replicate growing up with a brother. I mean, you can't just be you know, like, you know, but you can go out and find brothers. You can go out and find other men and, and learn and, you know, go through that awkward process of dealing with them and, and move through that. Uh, you know, and, and obviously you can't, you know, replicate growing up with a father, but uh, you know, you can find, you know, you can make determinations about what masculinity is on your own. And, and uh, you know, you know, kind of lead yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting the point you say about the brothers. Is uh, <laughs> uh, I was laughing because it's like I'm the youngest of, uh, of three brothers, and like my family is predominantly predominantly men. It's like there's right. one, there's one girl in our family, like now it's like our niece. It's like it's predominantly all boys and men, and yeah. especially with um, it's like you get the shit kicked out of you as the youngest. Yeah. Uh, and it's like you have to you have to deal with that look like toughen up learn to fight back um, sometimes just take it that you are actually the youngest and that's your role but <laughs> part of the time right. um, but it's like you said the military piece as well is important because it's you you look you just learn and become so comfortable around uh, like brothers using that example and like the the quick wit where it's just like you're gonna get it's like giving each other shit back and forth like I said the humor is like it's so quick and it's like dark and on point and you have to keep up because if you don't right. you're going to get taken to the cleaners um yeah for sure. but these like really actually like a really for, for me as well like and, and i suppose if you you see that as well as like it's that that's a really important piece is that is is that humor piece within men is like where you can you can give each other shit and and take the piss out of each other but you can also you can also have depth and like that brotherhood connection right. as well which i think men struggle with that nowadays is that having like going out and actually finding authentic connection with with other men and putting themselves out there for a group of men yeah 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 and absolutely and you know it's and so it's it's hard to develop that if you don't have it um it takes a while uh 
I mean, I got a lot of, I got a little bit of that when I was uh, doing, I was driving delivery trucks. And so uh, I had a, a delivery driver partner who yeah, was basically for all intents and purposes uh, at that point, my older brother. Um, and, you know, we just like kind of make fun of me and I would make fun of him. And, and uh, you know, we had to go through a lot of that brotherhood stuff together um, and depend on each other, you know, too, because we're carrying the heavy things and whatever. Um, so, I mean, I got a little bit of that, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to, to just replicate that out of the blue. Uh, and, and people make the mistake, I think, of just letting anyone talk to them like that. That's also that's also wrong. Uh, <laughs> you know, I get that from guys on the internet. I think because they've read my books and so they've been inside my head, and so they think that we're friends. And uh, you know, like, no, you don't know me. You're a stranger insulting me. And it, we're, we're not like bros. Like you get to like just poke fun at me. No, no, no. You're a stranger insulting me. Yeah. There are people who get to do that, but it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's an access pass, isn't it? Of like people you can do that with, and there's people that you, yeah, it's definitely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wrong to just accept that from anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find that's a piece as well as I always find with, with men. It's like that's uh, a, whether that's like a military piece or not, is that you might find that it's like where it's actually part of, of sourcing out guys that you want to spend time with or hang out with. It's like, a, it's like a test of just like if you kind of give some dry, dark humor and if you get some back some wit back it's just like okay you're okay you're good you can come in right 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 well you're testing people to see if they're going to be offended by things and be like exactly, they're, yeah, they're, exactly. they're fragile um uh, you know all that yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um there's there's another part of this was like with because with the the absent father culture where it's like again it's like men are kind of a little bit lost they haven't like say it's hard to replicate those those really important stages, it's something is like, I'll go through with men. It's actually, it's like the, it's almost like skipped developmental stages of masculinity, right? It's like the, almost like going into the initiations and, and rites of passage that are like, I would say we don't really have them much anymore. We can have replacements, but I kind of, again, to explain to, to guys is like how um, integral that piece is of just like that you don't really get now as a boy going to a man it's like where you used to have initiations and rites of passage and why you'd have them and it's just like how can we actually replicate those and how can we do that like today well that's a, that's a tough thing because people try to find all different ways to do that and uh, they're very artificial yeah uh because the thing is that in in a primitive tribal society in which you would also be surrounded by other men who would do all the things that we just talked about yeah. um, all the time. Uh, basically, they'd be the military unit that you actually grew up with yeah, yeah. is what a primitive society pretty much would look like. Uh, it's this community of, of dudes who you have to like ne negotiate for your entire lives. Um, and so that's a very different experience. But also in, in these primitive societies that we see you know, rites of passage and initiation from, um, they're also, they're very homogenous societies. And there are societies that have a very clear idea of what it means to be a man. And, uh, and, and so you're graduating into a role and everyone has agreed upon what that role is. Uh, so it, it becomes very meaningful because like, oh, this is a, everyone agrees with that. But in Western society right now, there is actually no consensus on what being a man is and what men are supposed to do. And so 
yeah, you can run somebody through a ritual. I know, I've conducted a lot of rituals. I know how to do rituals, but uh, you can run someone's ritual, but like, what's at the other side of that? Yeah. You know, like you're going back in the same world. So, I mean, it's not like that you have no value or anything like that, but uh, it is uh, the real, the real piece that's missing there is that, the, the, you know, this expectations of what a manhood is and the, the consensus on what masculinity is. And, uh, you know, the only way that you can really have that is in, in a uh, more insular group. Um, and it doesn't have to be that insular. Okay? It doesn't have to be like Amish. Uh, but you can have like a group that's, whether it's a religious community or whether it's like, you know, I know the end of the cul-de-sac and there's 10, uh, 10 different families and they're, 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 you know, guys all agree on what men do. I mean, and there are, there are communities like that. Like these are, I've seen that there's a lot of, there's a big push to create that. Um, I know uh, right now in the kind of larger men's movement, uh, you have these guys who are actually pretty successful uh, when pushing each other and they're involved in groups and so forth. And they're not just interested in raising their son. They're interested in raising their son around other men who are also on the same page. Yeah. And so those kids are going to be, you know, graduated to some, they have a very clear idea of how men behave from the 10 guys that my dad's are friends with, you know, and I think that that's, that's, you know, the best we can do to replicate that in the, in the situation that we're in right now. Okay. It's, um, it's come back to the piece of like what, um, a bit of your, from the way of men, it's like the, it's like the way of the gang type thing. It's like where it's just, it's finding your community or group of men that you kind of fit into and that you want to belong to. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So that's like, yeah, that something resonates in the terms of like, again, it's like the, in the military piece of why, I think why, again, it's just like with um, veterans, because I work with some veterans as well. So it's like that piece is, is uh, an important factor, like where the guys leave and then really struggle. And it's like, I don't know why I struggle, I'm struggling so much when I leave. And it's like, yeah, because it's the, because of so many pieces that you had, in like given to you on like a silver platter that you didn't realize uh, oh, yeah. you weren't aware of psychologically like all the structure all the discipline is like all the community the brotherhood the the kind of yeah. going in the same direction is the leadership from top to bottom like all of this these great tools that is just like you're kind of given and like you might not be aware of and when you leave it's like all of that's just disappeared and then it's like chaos and you're like yeah. shit and it's like you don't understand that it's kind of I almost finding that's like um, um, <laughs> almost feeling like an initiation is kind of like is like finding your place again in a world that is kind of like you, this alien to you um, and, and trying to extract all of those or become aware of what you were missing and extract all of those tools from like the military and like, how can I use these and cultivate these into my own life because it's like it's because they were given to you on a platter it's you didn't maybe didn't actually integrate a lot of those into yourself or you 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 had all of that around you to help you with that and now it's almost like you feel like you're on your own or go through your own processes like you need to build those pieces back up again absolutely absolutely i mean and then you do have to well you have to do what everybody else has to do which is build them from scratch yeah Uh, and especially hard i think uh, i think if you've grown up in the same community and you live in the same community for your whole life, then you have a little bit of that foundation sitting there 
anyway because you have people you went to school with you have like people built in but obviously like the military what does obviously is give you a here are all your friends you know you know you have immediate access to all of them and uh so it creates that situation for you but you know in uh civilian life uh you have a situation where you really have to go out and find those guys you know, and uh, you have to go find where that you can replicate that. And that's why, I mean, it was a big thing uh, in the 70s and probably still is even today. A, a lot of guys get out of the military and this is not the best angle, but uh, uh, that's where a lot of the biker gangs came from. Yeah. Is that they would end up you know, getting involved in that because it had a, a similar ethos. Unfortunately, you know, it, it ends up being involved in criminal activity, but uh, it has a similar ethos of this kind of, tribe or gang and, and the structure and hierarchy and all those things yeah. and your, your, your guy friends and all that so i think that that was uh you know obviously that's that's one way that men have dealt with it's not necessarily the best way and I, I think that's do you find that that's like uh, i think that's a good point in the tent so like where you you kind of as a man sometimes you can get pulled into that because it's actually because it's such a strong pull to to be and belong to a group of men with certain who kind of it's like uh, it's like the gangster movies, right? Why men love gangster movies so much because oh yeah, they're doing bad things, but there's also something really attractive about um, those guys that we kind of almost like aspire to in some way. Well, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, I would even say that this happened to me a little bit. Um, you know, you as a man, you want that, and you're looking for that, yeah. and uh, sometimes you can. Uh, give away a little bit too much of yourself yeah. to uh, be accepted by another group of guys because you want that so badly. And so that's, I think that is what a lot of guys do. Obviously if they join uh, some of these, uh, you know, more nefarious groups or whatever is that they're looking for that kind of acceptance from other men and they want to be part of this crew. And so because they want that so badly, they're willing to um, give up, you know, parts of their own, you know, belief systems. And, uh, and you always have to do that to become part of a group. You have to be like, well, this is the consensus and this is where we're going. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen in any group. You're going to have to give a little bit, but I think what a lot of people uh, end up giving too much and uh, they, they, or too quickly or to the wrong people, you know, you can give a lot to, you can give a lot to your group. And if it's the right group of guys, then you're all right. Yeah. But if you, if you're, I, th I think if people who are really, especially younger guys who, who don't really know who they are very well, yeah. um, you know, if they're looking for that, I think that can be a pitfall uh, because they'll, they'll do anything to belong to that group of guys. And then, uh, you know, that might be the wrong group of guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, um, there's a piece you said about, it's like where it's finding a group of guys where it's, um, I remember like if you're getting in the military, getting used to like a certain type of guy being around where it's like, it's not very PC. Nobody really gets offended. It's not really a thing. Um, right. It's like, you can be extremely direct and honest and people are generally okay with that. You kind of say what you want, you can get away with a lot more and then you come out and behave that way in, in, in let's say normal life. And it's just like, you find a very, very different reaction. Uh, it's like it, it, it's uh, frustrating, but it's like it's then it's that the frustration of trying to find your group of men again, and I think that's like with with the 
part of the absent father culture piece as well, where men, like you said, if you don't have brothers, you don't grow up around men, you not had any direction or leadership, which is obviously a big piece is like for men, it's just like into, into, into groups of men is like you, <coughs> you kind of this growing up into this piece of being lost, right? Even as an adult, even if some, in, in some way you are, you seem successful or you have stature, there's still a piece for men where it, it's still the, the internal part or the, the psyche part that's still lost. Um, there's a, there's a part that is, uh, I kind of would like to touch upon is like for men is like in the terms of like building foundations and like, it's like being able to build themselves some structure and some fundamentals of foundations, which is, is I think as an adult man, if you, if not knowing really having these pieces, uh, not being shown these pieces can be really well, it is a challenge, a real challenge to kind of, is know, not only having the awareness and knowing what to actually um, implement and kind of having a bit of a map, but also it's like building the mentality and the kind of discipline to, to kind of really, um, to integrate these into like everyday life. And is the, what, what pulls me into like the foundations piece is like, it's your, your virtues of like strength, courage, mastery and honour. Okay. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this is this a piece that you would 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 kind of call is like a, a foundation for men in their kind of in their masculinity kind of uh, journey? Well, there there would be you know there are two different things, and I made a big separation in that book that I think is really important. A lot of people keyed in onto it uh, is that uh, you know there's a difference between being good at being a man and being a good man. Yeah, and. Uh, so there's two different frames that you, you need to talk about. One is the strength, courage, mastery, and other tactical virtues are about being good at being a man. Yeah. And some guys have those handled. Uh, you know, like, I, you never have them handled. You never like, oh, I'm the strongest and most courageous. I mean, you're never like all the way there. But, uh, I mean, some guys are pretty good on those. You know, if they've been raised in a certain way or they've been through the military and gotten all that experience in, in certain things and whatever, um, you know, but then they might have to deal with another piece, which is obviously, you know, who are you morally? Yeah. And uh, that's not the same as being, you know, masculine. Yeah. You, you can be masculine and be like a completely shitty human being. Uh, but but uh, if you don't have the masculinity piece and you're just a good person, then everybody can walk all over you. Yeah. Uh, so everybody can walk all over you and you, you, you know, you just, you aren't fulfilling that role as man. You're basically a good neuter human being yeah. at that point. And so, you know, it, it basically two different things you need to look at, like, what kind of man do I want to be? You know, like what, what are my real values? And a lot of people don't even know uh, yeah. what their values are. Uh, like, what are my real values? What, I mean, that might take some philosophical thinking and, uh, some talking to the people who know more about that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what are my real values? What do I really actually care about? You know, am I a religious or a spiritual person or not or, or whatever? Um, that Those are all things that need to ground. You need to find a grounding in, in, in terms of your identity. And then there are a lot of guys who are also at masculinity level zero. And, uh, you know, like they're starting, so they need to go out and, you know, do some martial arts and you know but 
I mean, there's a tendency with like military guys to sometimes it goes one of either ways. They feel like they have to beat themselves up for the rest of their lives. Um, like because they've done this retarded PT, uh, you know, like that really isn't really good for exercise or anything. It's just like weird punishment things that the military does to you. Yeah. They have this weird punishment masochistic relationship with exercise. Yeah. And uh, I, I've definitely noticed that. And I'm just like, calm down, dude. You don't need to. to yeah, that's not how you don't get to work out like that every day, every day, every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but uh, so some guys have that, and other guys. I've also met guys. I knew this one guy who was a Navy SEAL, and uh, he literally stopped working out the second he got out of the military. He's like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's a Navy SEAL, like total badass, and then like just you know, kind of got fat and started drinking or whatever. Uh, you know, so dudes tend to go either way. They'd be like, I already did that and I don't have to do it anymore, which is bad. And, uh, or they have to do, uh, you know, they, they go into the, um, I have to like do this weird, you know, calisthenic PT bullshit for the rest of my life every single day or, you know, uh, cause they're coming for me. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I think there's a happy medium. I mean, you could try a lot of different things. It just takes a lot of guys uh, different levels of time to find that um, it, it, what the what the right thing is. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's like there are some guys who definitely need to go and get that masculinity piece. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, a lot of dudes have never been punched. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've never been in a, any kind of fight. Uh, they've never been punched. Uh, and I'm, I don't I don't really advise street fighting. Uh, especially legally uh, it's a bad deal um and, and but uh yeah i mean the the big difference of like you know going to a martial arts gym uh going doing some mma or some uh jiu-jitsu or grappling or whatever um that will change men spiritually if they've never had that in their lives and i think it's just good for men generally i mean even if you have had that in your life i think it's a really good thing to a couple times a week have some other dude try and kill you uh <laughs> you know uh you know like uh i think that it's a really good thing for us uh to, to have that experience on an ongoing basis i mean i'm dying right now because i mean i've been sick for the past couple weeks and i haven't been able to go uh i mean that's the last thing i can do is go do jiu-jitsu i mean i've been going to the gym but i can't go do jiu-jitsu or do anything like that because i mean i'm still you know, have a stuffed up nose and i'm like occasionally coughing so like you're, like you're kind of a jerk if you're like oh let's let's roll <laughs> you know uh it's not really uh that, that's not how you want to do it but um but yeah i mean that's important for me i mean it really helps me keep my head right to keep doing that on a regular basis too it, it is i think it's generally it's like it's, it's as simple things as well as i think i don't know it's just like one looking for that simplicity that you can it's like things that you can integrate on a daily basis, right? This just like keeps cultivating the mentality and kind of like, you know, it's, but I, I wouldn't understand, I can't understand like a guy's head who, who doesn't do any kind of physical movement or, or working out because it's like, if I didn't have that piece, it's like, I would feel like fucking shit and yeah. it would feel terrible. But it's like, but it's like, <laughs> it's, it's the contrast piece, but like, like you said as well it, it's the um, there's something in that in a sense of like 
in martial arts as well because there's leadership in that as well as in there's, there's so much depth in like martial arts or physical combat in the teachings and the discipline um the physicality it's like um I, I always say to guys like there's no down there's no downside there's no negative downside piece to being strong so it's just like it's, it's like you go and you go and work on becoming more physically strong in whatever way that you want there's so many ways you can do that it's like it's it's the the output the uh, sorry the outcomes of that um, are going to be so beneficial for you in so many ways in in so many areas of your life. There's like there's literally zero downside to it, um, and, it and it's but it's and that's that's, that's a simple piece. It's like people generally know that, but it's actually it's like building that into your into your lifestyle into your daily life is like go and do something physical go and lift something heavy or go and punch someone in the face go and roll around with somebody it's 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 not generally uh difficult or complicated complex pieces that you're kind of being asked asked to do yeah yeah and especially for the guys who have never done anything like that yeah. um, they think they know who they are but they really don't you know like they you know, like they can be like, oh, well, that's not me. And there are certain, you know, there are certain things in life as you go on, you're like, I just don't want to do that. I don't care. Yeah, like yeah. certain things, like, I mean, like, I don't play, uh, someone tried to have me play cards last month and I, I literally do not give a shit about playing cards. Like, like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, if someone's trying to strangle me, I understand that game. But like, if, if you just want me to care about if I have like a king of hearts or I don't care. Uh, so, and, and I'm, I'm like, I accept that about myself. I, I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in terms of, uh, you know, physical exercise of any kind, um, I think a lot of people just, they don't even understand what being healthy feels like yeah. if they don't, if they've never done that, if they've never spent a lot of time doing their, they've only been made to do it with like gym class or whatever. Uh, they, they don't really understand what, uh, being healthy feels like and how much it changes everything about you and how much being stronger feels like. I mean, people always assume that they look at me like I'm reasonably well-built dude and uh, they assume that I've always been that way and that's not the case. Uh, but, uh, you know, so people just assume that you're like this thing that came out of the womb, this godlike creature that like, uh, strong or whatever. People assume that, like, well, like, I was I was never athletic in high school. I didn't do any of that. Uh, and so, like, it just changes the entire way people interact with you, yeah. the entire way people perceive you. And uh, it's it's just very, yeah, it's just, and that changes your psychology. Your body changes your psychology. Absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's no way around that. And I think that's a piece that I like about it because it's like, it's even like, training for so many years and obviously starting in the military at a young age with the training but it's like it's it's the way that you the way that you look at it it's like if you look at it from the psychological point of view or the mental health point of view or the emotional health point of view it's just like it's the it's the physicality is just like it, it's impactful in all of those areas and it looks like say it literally shapes you and and changes you and it like the the grounded confidence and and self-esteem and, and feeling strong and healthy is like there's there's no real replacement for that but it's also it's like the the feeling of also is like when you don't want to do that as well right it's when you don't want to do that like you don't want to right. go when it's cold outside or it's raining i don't want to go up and get out and go to the gym and that but it's just 
it just becomes who you are that you just go and do that anyway. You don't understand why somebody wouldn't. It's just that you don't do that because it's like it's who you are. And it's it's almost I would almost say it's like you hear a lot of you know a lot of the stuff in self-development around self-love and all this. It's just like that that is like an act of of, of self-love or self-respect. Yeah. Is, is giving that to your body, to yourself. It's like it's thanking you for it afterwards, even though if you didn't want to do it or it's a hard session or it's a challenge or whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it, it, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's it's like um, like taking uh, guys in. So I'm, I'm in Spain, so there's like there's a lot of mountains where we probably not as like mountains like there are in Utah, but it's like there's, there's mountains here in in Spain. It's like it's it's it, you're getting uh, clients coming out, and you take them off in the mountains. You take them doing some kind of I always say like kind of risky, dangerous shit, but uh, but carefully. Right. And it's like, so kind of pushing them a little bit to the edge, seeing what they're capable of and going more. And it's like, it's because it's like, if, if I would do that kind of generally all the time, and it's like, for me, it's, it's like a, a, a day out just doing what you kind of do. It's like an exercise, it's like going to the gym. But then these guys who don't do that, maybe they're like business behind the desk all the time. And it's like the first time we've done nine years. To them, it's just like, it's, it's almost like it's, it sparks something inside them. Like it's like they come alive their energy comes out, even though their bodies like might be fucked for three days afterwards. They're like, they're just, they're, they're like, oh my God, that was so fucking amazing. It's like, I love that. It's like mentally, physically, it's, it's when can I do it again? It's like, there's something in that, that we need as men, but we've lost and we don't know. We don't know that we actually um, are missing a lot of these pieces that are quite simple to kind of integrate, but you just need to be shown because maybe you didn't get shown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it's like something. And there's a, there's a, <laughs> there is a, a, a bit of a sadist piece in there as well, where it's like guys are basically like, oh, you know, I can't, I can't move my body for three days. It's not the intention, but it's always good when they feel like that. But they're happy about it. That's the thing is like, they're happy about it. And it's yeah. like, that's, that's the beautiful piece with it. <laughs> um, another piece is like, uh, again, because it's, it's seen like with, with, with guys, it's like, it can be very confusing seeing all the men's stuff out there and like what it means to be like uh, a masculine man or is he, even if there's a difference in there with, with, with masculinity and being masculine or uh, and what those pieces are. Do you see any kind of like, do you have any like myths that men fall into that are just kind of like, um, that, that they think makes you more masculine? One of the pieces I think was actually I, I read um, one of your articles actually on is like the alpha beta thing, which I quite liked because you see a lot of this. And yeah. I think that's, that's probably a good place to go because you see a lot of this, this like kind of guys want to be really alpha, but like, it's like, do, do you know what that means? And it's just like this, this thing with alpha and beta that's going on so much in like uh, in, the, in the men's space as well. Well, there's two frames of that. I was, I was going that way with two. Like I was thinking about, Oh yeah, the alpha thing, we could do that. Um, <laughs> Here, I, I'm going to have to accept the alpha thing uh, to a certain extent uh, because it, it, it it's become a, a a a quick reference word for masculine, and uh, I don't like the word alpha specifically because I I it comes from anth you know it comes from like zoology yeah. and studying animals and uh, you know who is the alpha leader of the pack. 
yeah. And uh, the reality is that that's a flexible position. A, that guy usually isn't the leader forever. And uh, we are not in the same pack 24 hours a day. Um, so it's not a position, you know, like it's not really a position for anybody. Like if I walk into one group, I may be the obvious more masculine guy there um, or higher status guy or whatever. And, uh, you know, if I walk into another group, I may be the lowest guy in that room. And, and, and men have to be flexible with that. So it's, I just feel like it's really bad terminology, but it has become, and I have friends who use it and yeah, I just have given up on it to a certain extent, um, is that it's just become a shorthand for explaining what masculinity is. Yeah. Um, it, it, it does, but because of it being alpha, like I'm the number one, it does have this kind of bad um, direction in it. Because really, you're just trying to become more masculine. Yeah. That's what they're really talking about. Like, I want to be more masculine and less, I want to be more assertive and less submissive. Yes. I want to be more, you know, I want to be stronger instead of weaker. Yeah. I want to be more courageous instead of fearful. I, I mean, they're, they're, you know, basically, I want to have all the tactical virtues, you know, like that are associated with masculinity. And, and so those are all good things. And that's what they're really talking about. It's just a bad, bad, bad terminology for that thing. And then it, it does become the way the alpha works into is, and, and guys respond to it that way. Cause a lot of guys are like, I, I've known a lot of guys who really legitimately are alphas. Uh, the last guy who said this to me was, you know, a, a force Marine, a force recon Marine or something. And uh, he's like, He's like, I've never once thought about trying to becoming more alpha. Like, I don't think about that. That's not like what I'm thinking about. And so a lot of those guys, they're not really thinking about, I want to be alpha. Um, They're thinking about something beyond that, Uh, you know, and, uh, but for like, you know, your average 17 year old, it's fantastic marketing uh, to say, I want to be more, you want to be more alpha, you know, like, uh, and so it's just this little weird game, but it, 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 a lot of men actually bristle towards that as well, because saying that you're alpha means that you're better than me. Uh, you know, like saying, Oh, I'm, I'm alpha. Yeah. <laughs> no one could ever fucking call themselves that. Uh, but, uh, you know, like, you know, I'm alpha. Um, okay. Yeah. Like that. You're literally saying like, you know, like I'm better than you. Uh, like, uh, so it's, it's, it's really kind of tricky. And, uh, and off-putting, I think. But uh, people use it, and it is what it is. And, uh, you know, so that's that's one kind of pitfall, I think, that the idea that you have to be better than every single guy in the room on every single occasion or you're not a man, I think is probably a really bad pitfall is if that's what you're looking for. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something that people, guys, fall into, um, that they need to push people around constantly. Uh, there's a difference between being assertive and uh, when it's necessary – and this feeling that the guys have to push each other, push people around. Um, and I just don't think that's necessary. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I think the really good guys, really good leaders really don't do that. And uh, they don't feel the need to like constantly um, test people. Yeah. You know, like uh, kind of push them constantly. There are times when you have to do that. And good leaders kind of know when to do that and when not to do that. Uh, but uh, this idea that you have to just like kind of push yourself around everywhere that you go like a monkey 
like, 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 you know, like do the, yeah, like literally everyone you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, you mentally need to do that. That's, that, that's, that's a big pitfall. And it just makes you an obnoxious human being and really unlikable. And obviously another one of the big pitfalls that's sold to men is that they, a really big one is that their masculinity is defined by women. Mm. Um, that's huge. Yeah. And it's a really bad problem because it actually puts women, gives women all the power. Yes. Uh, you know, if you, if you, if your masculinity is defined by whether or not a woman likes you or uh, women approve you or many women like you, um, you, you are letting women decide what masculinity is. And they have their own agenda as to what they want your masculinity to be. That, that just means you're serving them that they are giving them what they want or what they think they want, or maybe what they don't know that they want. Yeah. But uh, that's ultimately you're putting women in charge of masculinity, which is just a terrible idea. Uh, you know, masculinity is decided upon by other men. Women actually have no, it's not even their business uh, to decide what men are. And uh, so I think that that's a big pitfall is like, you know, well, if I you know, have sex with like 300 girls, then I'm the man. And uh, that's not really how that works. Uh, you know, like, so I, I don't think that that's necessary. And, and again, like, okay, well, you know, you see all these guys who've become really injured or they can't do stuff or whatever anymore. And uh, then, then it's, you know, that, that becomes a question. They're like, oh, you're not a man anymore. Uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of things that go into that, you know, like, so you just can't let women in charge of your masculinity and make it all about having sex with women. Yeah. Um, and that's that's obviously a really common pitfall that uh, guys fall into because it's really not that hard. Uh, women are kind of easy it, 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 in uh, the modern era. Women are pretty easy, and um, you know, so it's like not really that big of a feather in your cap. Uh, so, I mean, that's a big thing that guys fall into. Obviously, another one is uh, uh, the marketing angle. You know, like uh, there's. This is, it becomes tiresome. You know, it's fun to play with, but it becomes tiresome. Is that like uh, everyone gets, everyone is trying, masculinity is really powerful. Men want to be masculine. And if they are uncomfortable with how masculine they are, uh, it is easy for men, for people to market them things in which they can make, they, they make them feel like they are more masculine. So they have to have this selection of things around them that make them masculine. Uh, so, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, like beards became a big thing. I mean, I was really excited. I, I couldn't, didn't think I was going to be able to grow a beard for years and years. And no one's more excited about having a beard than I am. But um, there's a beard culture yeah. that, are, that like, A, beards are fairly genetic. Uh, and that, like my grand, that's why I never thought I'd be able to have one. It's because my, both my grandfathers, you know, they're very like English, German, whatever, that never had beards. So like, uh, and so it's very genetic. So it's kind of bullshitty and Asians don't really grow great beards and whatever. It has nothing really to do with masculinity. It's just, it's a genetic trait. But uh, so dudes, there's this whole culture of like um, men who grow beards, like there are men with beards and then there are women, you know, like, you know, kind of like this, kind of one-offsman thing is like, you know, you have to, to be a man, you have to have a beard. And that's really just, you know, like not, it's kind of racist, really. Uh, it's not, <laughs> it, it, 
you know, and it's not a, it's, it doesn't, it's not true. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that's, but there's a lot of things like that. Like you, you don't, uh, if you don't do this or buy this or have this thing, then you're not masculine. And that's, that associates masculinity with a very specific group. And that's kind of the way it's a tricky thing because that's how men have always operated. You yeah. know, like you're part of our tribe, our culture, this is what we do. But, you know, like, are you going to be part of that, you know, guy's culture or whatever? You know, like, is that what you're really shooting for? Uh, and, and, you know, it's very, it's a, it's a tricky business because it is part of a normal feature of masculinity is to kind of assimilate all the uh, trappings of the masculinity of that group. But um, it's really easy for marketers to exploit that at this point. And then it just becomes kind of this weird game. You know, like going to be, you know, whether it's what kind of car you have, or you know, in certain communities, it's like, you know, like is your truck lifted, or uh, you know, like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, there's th things that legitimately have to do with masculinity, like, uh, you know, like weapons and firearms and things like that that have to do with the, the uh, masculine role, but there are other things that just have almost nothing to do with it at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, obviously, like really. How, how long or finely groomed your beard is really doesn't have anything to do with masculinity in a big way. You know, it's just, just one little piece. So, I mean, I think being aware that you're being marketed to. Yeah. And, and actually, and I just actually wrote a newsletter about this the other day, because this is a big thing online that just bugs me, is that there's become a, a really big trend. And I've been watching this for like fucking like five, six, seven years is that you can put slap an ancient statue on something and you can sell dudes like any damn thing. Uh, you know, like it's noble and whatever because it's associated with ancient Greeks or like Spartans or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's, it's given rise to so many like charlatans in the world who can just like, like literally speak through statues. And, uh, you know, like they speak for nobility in the past and whatever. It's like this could be literally like just a little nerd sitting at a desk uh, coming up with like memes to tell you how to like be a man. And, uh, and it's, uh, I, I just think that, that allowing that, you know, like again, that's taking dudes who are fairly vulnerable in terms of they don't really have a tribe, they don't really know where their masculinity is seated. Uh, you know, it, it's really easy to take advantage of them. Yeah. And it's like, here, here, here's ancient Greeks did this, and if you want to be a badass, you do this, and here's some statues and things, and uh, you know you can create this image that really isn't grounded in contemporary reality or reality, and uh, you know, and, and probably the Greeks would have laughed at you. So, <laughs> it, it's like the um, it's like the memes that you see with like there's a there's a picture out of like whether it's a guy out of a movie or something with a cigarette hanging out of the mouth and it's some alpha, some alpha quote on there. Yeah. And that's, that's like, oh, this is, this is like, oh, that's masculinity. That's masculine as fuck. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's a picture of Tom Hardy. Generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always, yeah, yeah. It's always a picture of Tom Hardy. It's always a picture of Tom Hardy smoking. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy and he's smoking and he's like, you know, like whatever quote it is. Yeah. He didn't say it. Yeah. It's whatever the author is saying. But uh, you know, take yeah, take some picture of an actor who's portraying masculinity, 
and then uh, use that to sell whatever product you have or whatever message you have. I just, I feel like it's really disingenuous because uh, you know, I, I've put my face out there when I, with my words and I just think it's so cheap and easy. Like, oh, I'm just going to use a picture of an actor and put my words in his mouth. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's uh, yeah, it's kind of phoning it in at that point, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, I, I, I really like those, it's, um, the, the two points you made on, I think they're huge for men, is like, especially like guys that it's like I'd speak to or work with, it's, it's, the, it's the masculinity through, like searching for validation of your masculinity through women. It's like, it's, it, it's, it's everywhere. And it's like, it's seen it's so much in men. It's like, this is for me is like, whereas I say is like, look guys, it's like, if you're gonna do your men's work or even like um, um, psychotherapy work is like, as much as you can try and find, um, do this with a man or a group of men or, or a men's group or something like that. But it's like be around groups of men, but it's this piece I think where it reinforces that a little bit when men go to, to maybe do that work with, um, with, with women because it's feeling more comfortable and, and that's soft because it's the fear of actually going into these groups of men to maybe talk about these things that they're struggling with or dealing with, but it's actually, it's like, but that's the whole point. That's the place where you do this work. That's the place where you do kind of work with those men around those men to secure your masculinity, to, 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 to speak and behave and be in the ways that men are. That's where you do that. And well, yeah, well, women, women provide a safe space because it's mommy. I'm sorry, say that again. Women provide a space, safe space because it, it's mommy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, I mean, they're going to, to mommy to cry about stuff because that's just, that's safe, and she's not going to judge you, and she's going to give you a hug and tell you everything's going to be all right. Uh, you know, like whereas you know, men are going to challenge you a little bit more, mm. and uh, you know, they're going to challenge you a little bit more and be like, "Well, uh, why are you doing that? You're an asshole." Uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, like stop, stop doing that stupid thing that you keep doing. Uh, you know, like, uh, and they're going to hold you accountable. Whereas, like, a lot of women will like sympathize with you, mm. and that's what we all want, isn't it? I mean, we all want to someone to like. This is why it's so hard for me. Uh, you know, like, you don't know my struggle. Uh, <laughs> you know, and women will be like, "Oh my god, that's amazing," and uh, and so like, yeah. yeah. Whereas men won't really, they'll be like, "You're shut up, stop crying." Kind of, but it's it's it is like it's kind of in that piece of like what I would say is going to do this work with men because it's like when you're not doing that and you're like you're going to search for that with women, it's like you're reinforcing one of your core wounds as a man. If you've not had masculine directional leadership, you're actually reinforcing your problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, run away from it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, but it's not you know, if you're not aware of that, connecting that. But it's like it's it's you're just reinforcing the same thing and it's like you're probably not going to actually get to the roots of what you need to but um there's it also is like that um going back to that alpha beta piece and it's like again it's like i think this fuels so much insecurity in men in the sense of like i, I fear being seen as a beta male so much that it's like i will just is act alpha i don't even know i don't know what that means but it's like i will act alpha i will get ripped and knacked is in the inside doesn't match the outside appearance and it's and it's something again in that i remember this article because i thought it was probably the best thing that i'd seen on alpha alpha beta stuff and it's it's uh, which was yours and it's the 
is don't forget that the beta is the second in command. It's like it's not the worst. Yeah, like like learn your Greek alphabet, like 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 really like because that's yeah that's another thing. You're right. I I hate that part of the terminology too. Yeah, because uh, it's like yeah, that's that's just the next step down from the alpha. Like that's <laughs> it's, it's not. It's the second level of the alphabet, not the, like the last. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah, like uh, I mean, I've seen a few treatments of that that are a little bit more. You know, like even even the, the stuff from nature, you know, like from zoology and stuff. That if you, the beta is not the like garbage dude. Like that's like the gamma or something like way down the alphabet from there. Uh, you know, like uh, yeah, it's it's it, people get that confused. That I think the the beta thing is actually probably worse than bugs me more than the alpha thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like all it, it, like. Because again, it reinforces that dialogue. If you're not the alpha, then you're nothing. Like if, you know, if you're not the winner, then you're a loser. You know, like uh, it, rather than like, well, actually, there's you know, in a group of very masculine men, there's going to be one who's in charge, and a whole bunch of other ones that are like could be in charge. Yeah, you know, like that are also very competent and and whatever, and and you know, otherwise you're in a really bad group of men. Uh, so you know, like. I think that, yeah, the beta, it would be like, is your vice president, <laughs> you know, really? I mean, that's, that's what that role really is. Like that's the second in command guy. Uh, yeah. So uh, the support dude. So I, I know lots of guys who I guess from that system would technically be beta males. And uh, some of them are like Navy SEALs and shit. Like, like, you know, like they're, they're just the second in command. They're not like, yeah, they're not bitches. That's a different fucking thing. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's the it's that's a piece of thing. It's like the guy. It's like when it's like it, it, you see the guys who who, who tr is trying to act alpha because it's like this is how I get my confidence as a man. If I just act alpha, then it's like I would appear to be alpha and in charge and in control. But it's actually the guys who don't like like you said. It's that guys. It's like I don't even think about like trying to be more alpha or, or alpha. It's just like it's just not something that you think about but it, it's the because it's almost like i'm afraid to be seen as weak or emasculated of being a beta male if you're not alpha then you're nothing because it's not right it's not the opposite end of the scale it's just like it's and the the piece where he said is like where you might be walking to one room and you might be the alpha or in one group you might be the alpha or the leader and then in another group you you might be the, the the follower or the second in charge, third in charge, whatever you know what I mean. Whatever that is, it's just like it's not it's not. If you're not alpha, you're a weak piece of shit. Right, 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 right. Like, oops, I'm not the president today. <laughs> I, I guess I'm a piece of garbage. Uh, you know, like that's not that's not how men operate at all. No, no, and I think that again, that's like a, for me would be a military piece without even realizing. It's just like where it's going into groups and some is sometimes where it's like there's, there's natural leadership piece that comes out uh in me sometimes because it's it's been like a massive part of my life but then it's like i'm all I'm, I'm a lot of the time very happy to follow if there's another guy in a group or something like if we're out in mountains and stuff that's leading i'm like oh, thank fuck because like, i don't have to do that <laughs> i can just i can just yeah, chill out. A lot of stress. yeah yeah actually being an actual alpha rather than just being a guy who puts on the alpha t-shirt and like yeah whatever i mean being is a lot of work it's yeah. a big hassle uh like, you know because everybody's actually depending on you and uh so you have to yeah you you're responsible for everything 
Yeah. I mean, that's what leadership really is. And it's a big hassle and it's a big responsibility. And that's what really being alpha actually is rather than, you know, like, uh, you know, just like being a dick to everyone you meet, uh, <laughs> which, is a little, which is a totally different thing. Uh, real, real leadership is actually really, really stressful. Um, every, every time when I've been like, yeah, like in charge of a big thing, you know, whether it's a event or something like that, um, I'm super stressed out the whole time. You know, like I'd much rather show up at somebody else's event, let them run it, just do my little like song and dance and then like leave. Yeah. You know, like that's way cooler to me. I don't want to be in charge of everything. Absolutely. It's like, and it is like you say, it's that relief of like where you, you, you turn up to something like even with that, it's like uh, using that example of like off in the mountains somewhere where you're responsible for everyone's safety. But then like, it's like going to somebody's where somebody else is doing that. You feel like you, you can actually enjoy it more because you don't have oh, yeah. the responsibility. You don't want the responsibility all the fucking time. It's like you want to be able to chill, take the views in, get yeah. some stage, be more present. You're not having to like worry about like everyone else's safety, everyone else is okay, and that responsibility. So it's that, yeah, it's like you don't yeah. you don't want to be like alpha 24-7 all the time. Oh yeah, I mean what 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 is being in charge of a group? I mean, you've been in the military. I mean, I've not been in the military, by the way. I mean, we're talking as if I have. Uh, but I just know a lot of military guys. Um, but uh, I mean, it, it, you know, you've been in that situation. All. I mean, what being real leadership is like, okay, I have to find out, figure out where we're going, what we're doing. Johnny and Steve are fight, fighting over there and I have to deal with their bullshit. And then, uh, then I, I have to worry about whether they're going to like piss off these other guys over here. And then there's all this like male social drama that you have to deal with too. And like, you have to have that running as a back program in your head. Like, how are they going to respond to this if I say this and that? Whatever, and, you know, it's all the psychology of this whole game. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, it's just very yeah, it's, it's very caricature when you break it down into alpha, whatever you know. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. But that's uh, triggered memories of like where it's basically it's like you put you put it up with like other guys' bullshit because guys have bullshit too. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. yeah. It's like, I think that's why we just learned to be just fucking direct and just get to the point and, and stop fucking around uh, because it's, yeah. just, it's you don't want to be dealing with the, the, the man drama. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's definitely man drama. <laughs> it's fucking loony, absolutely. It's something as well as I get with that is like with uh, clients sometimes too. It's just like when it comes, it's like if you, if you start bringing like, um, bringing, bringing drama and it's automatically, it's like, and it's like just stop okay it's like we don't do we don't do that here it's like it's like yes you bring bring your stuff in that we need to work through but it's also as well as like that piece isn't it? it's like almost it's in a way it's like it's showing men traits as well traits that they haven't been taught about like it's showing up a, 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 like your your quote is like you're being good at uh, being a man or being a good man type of thing right um which i really like and it's just like and men want to be shown don't they men really do want to be shown that and they, they really are it's like they want the guidance the leadership in the direction but sometimes afraid to ask for it or knowing where to go for it or actually even absolutely. knowing what the fuck they actually need absolutely mm. <clears throat> um i think that's I think that's a good amount, to be honest, Jack. That's like, uh, I think we covered quite a bit there. I really appreciate that. I appreciate your, you know, your time um, coming on and, and speaking to the guys. Have, have you have you got anything else going on at the minute? You, like, is there any more, any any books in the works or any projects you got going on? Um, no books in the works right now for a while. I'm working on a, a project called Chest Magazine. 
Um, so I've been interviewing men because of the way the world is right now, men who are uh, kind of standing up uh, for themselves in various ways and uh, kind of representing masculinity rather than just talking about it. Um, so we're interviewing a lot of guys like that. So it's chessmagazine.com. Um, so we're doing that. Uh, we've been doing that for almost a year now. Uh, I kind of put out a, a few interviews every month. I mean, every other month is the way we're doing it because it takes a lot of work. Yeah. But uh, so we're, do, we're doing that. Uh, I'm doing uh, my project next week uh, is to finish formatting uh, The Way of Men in a hardcover because uh, The Way of Men is actually 10 years old uh, this year. Nice. Congratulations. So uh, it's coming out again in France and, and uh, in France and in a different book, in my newest book, Fire in the Dark is coming out in uh, French and I think German, I think again soon. Um, but uh, Fire in the Dark is my latest book. Uh, it's, it's a very good companion, I think, to The Way of Men. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a, you know, a 10 years after the fact almost kind of like more mature, like let's take the same concept and then build it out a lot more. Yeah. With yeah. mythology yeah. and all kinds of stuff like that. So I think that's, I think they're really good companion books for each other. And uh, aside from that, yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, try to write mostly for my uh, mailing list, like, you know, once, twice a month and uh, do stuff like that. And I mean, I'm mean, working on some art projects because that's what I really like to, to do now. I mean, we're at a place where we need to create culture, I yeah. think. Uh, so that's kind of my, my focus at the moment. Awesome. Where, and where can guys um, follow you? Is that you're most prominent on Instagram, aren't you? Is that correct? Yeah, my Instagram. Instagram is start of the world. Uh, it has been for a long time. Um, so uh, yeah, that's my most, that's my biggest uh, uh, thing. My website is jack-donovan.com, but uh, really Instagram is like, you. There, there's a link in my bio that you can find links to everything else. So including actually, I put all my best essays and stuff recently on my highlights. Uh, so you can get links to those as well. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks very much for coming on, Jack. Uh, really appreciate your time. Cool. All right. Thank you.